0: What's up, guys? Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of GCC Talk, the weekly podcast from Grace Community Church in Crossville, Tennessee. And as always, I am joined by my wonderful, amazing wife, Jessica Evans. Hello. And our awesome women's ministry director, Teresa Breeding. Hello. And today we are going to be concluding our series, (laughs) What Does That Mean?, by talking about who was in the Bible. So we're going to be talking about different figures in the Bible, some we've probably heard the names of, but we may not know that much about. We're going to be talking about Moses. We're going to talk about Gideon. We're going to be talking about Jacob and John the Baptist and Paul and some of these big names that maybe we've heard, but we may not know a ton about. So let's just jump right into the good stuff. And Teresa, tell us about the, the couple that started it all, Adam and Eve.
1: <laughs> Adam and Eve. Well, the story of Adam and Eve is found in the book of Genesis. They were the first man and the first woman. They were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. Mm. You know, they ate the fruit, the forbidden fruit. Oh, no. And they got kicked out. Um, they had children named Cain and Abel. Oh, was two of their children. Two I guess they children. had a whole lot of children, probably. Okay. But, it was the rest?
0: Uh, just for memory,
1: they shall remain nameless. Okay.
0: <laughs> the only one I can remember is Seth. But, oh yes, yeah, yeah. there was a Seth. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. That, that's the that's the only one I know. Yes. Notable. At, Adam and Eve. Jessica, you can blame Eve um, for all of all of the pain. That yes, you've had to I endure. do. That's very right. Much. Yep. Okay.
2: I think if I could punch anybody in the face from the, <laughs> from the Bible, it would be her. That's
0: probably not very Christian like, <laughs> no, but.
2: Just <laughs> I think a lot of people. But you are currently (laughs) pregnant,
0: so I guess that is okay to blame. Yes, we understand. We'll blame it on the hormones. (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right, so you mentioned Cain and Abel. Uh So that's another key figures in the Bible. So Jessica, why don't you tell us about Cain and Abel?
2: Cain and Abel were Adam and Eve's, or two of Adam and Eve's sons. Mm -hmm. Um, Cain killed Abel, so that's probably why we know them the most, I guess. Uh Um, Yeah, and they were... Right. Patriarchs of of our gender of our of humanity, kind of yes. The first yeah. murder, right?
0: Yeah, it was kind of yeah. The first evil. So right. why why did Cain kill Abel?
2: Because Cain was jealous and right. selfish.
0: Yeah, dun,
2: dun, yeah. Dun.
0: yeah, Which is something we've kind of seen take down humanity since the beginning of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. most yeah. It of, didn't get very far. Yeah, yeah. Most <laughs> most wars are kind of birthed out of a leader's insecurity. So. Yeah. We kind of see the same thing here. Yep. Um, okay. So next we have Moses, which Moses was a, a huge person in the Bible. One of one website said he's the most important prophet, uh, which is questionable. I don't know how you deem that, mm-hmm. but they say he was <laughs> matter the most, of opinion. Yeah, right. definitely matter of opinion. But we know Moses because he wrote what's known as the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. Um, or the law. He's the one that God gave the Ten Commandments to. He wrote them down. He broke them all in one day. Um, context, he walked down the mountain. <laughs> his people were all like worshiping idols and doing stuff. So he threw the Ten Commandments down out of anger and, and broke them all in one day. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's the guy that wrote down the Ten Commandments. He wrote the first five books. Really important guy. Um, there's, there's a whole lot going on with Moses. Uh, fascinating to read about. If you want to read his story, read Exodus. Is where you're going to read most of his story. So next we have Abraham, another huge figure in the faith. Teresa, who was Abraham?
1: Well, I'm tempted to sing a
0: song. Sing it.
1: Father Abraham had many sons, (laughs) and many sons had Father Abraham. (laughs) For somebody who's not... (laughs) Teresa doesn't like... Planet
2: Kid, they're like little ministry. Little kid <laughs> yeah. ministry it's very hard. much. It's hard. Children's
1: ministry is hard. Children's ministry is hard. <laughs> because there's children
2: in yeah, there.
0: Yeah. yeah but you she know prefers the,
2: songs. the older ones most
1: of the time. <laughs> good stuff. But yeah. she knows yeah. all the songs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Abraham is known as the father of faith. Mm. And he had son- his sons were Ishmael and Isaac. And Ishmael is the one he had with his handmaid. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he had Isaac with his wife Sarah when they were very old and didn't think they could have children because mm-hmm. the Lord told him that he would have children and that um, many nations would come from him, mm-hmm. and it was so it through was Isaac, so. right? Through Isaac, Isaac was the son not, of promise,
0: not Ishmael. No, yes, uh, interesting fact about Ishmael and Isaac is Ishmael is sort of the father of um, Islam, so. Mm-hmm. Islamic people or, or Muslims typically believe that Ishmael is the son of promise, whereas Christians, we believe that Isaac is. Yes, and, and thus Isaac,
1: the controversy began.
0: Yes. So, I mean, that that feud began way back with Abraham. Mm-hmm. And um, it was said it would. And as <laughs> it said it would, yes, <laughs> yeah. that there would be war between nations. And, oh, and here we are. And here we are. Long, long time after. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so carrying on down that lineage, um, we have from Abraham. Then we have Isaac. Then Isaac had a, had two sons named um, Jacob and Esau. Um, and that's as far down as I'm going to carry the lineage for you guys. I've forgotten it after that. I'll have to relearn it, but we know that we have Jacob and Esau. Mm-hmm. Now, Jacob is incredibly important. Jessica, you want to tell us about Jacob?
2: Yeah. Jacob's um, name was changed to Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He is regarded as a patriarch of the Israelites. Yes. Um, He is the son of Isaac and Rebekah, the grandson of Abraham, Sarah, and and Bethuel, the nephew of Ishmael, and the younger brother of Esau, Mm -hmm. or well, younger twin brother of Esau. Um, Jacob had 12 sons and at least one daughter by his two wives, Leah and Rachel, and by their handmaidens. Mm -hmm.
0: Jacob is a fascinating dude. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. His story is really interesting Mm -hmm. also.
0: It is, yeah. So yeah, he's known as the father of... Israel right mm-hmm. the nation of Israel is actually named after Jacob who had his name changed to Israel so mm-hmm. yeah super important guy and, and doesn't,
2: isn't there a song that Jacob's name is Israel or something <laughs> like that sing it sing it I don't girl. know it That's but it, know it. I figured Teresa would know it we're but just gonna do a podcast song.
0: episode where we just sing all of these Sunday school songs hey let's do it uh, mainly Teresa <laughs> and Jessica y'all don't want me to sing I'll commentate <laughs> All right.
1: but you notice in the Bible a lot of times God refers to himself as God, the Father mm-hmm. of Abraham Isaac, and Jacob, yes mm-hmm. this is yes. a big deal
0: yes yeah, he is all right, and uh, for the final member we did each of us did two people in the Old Testament, so for my final one, I just got to pick someone, and someone I highly relate with is Gideon um, so Gideon in the Bible we we know him um his biggest story is Gideon in the 300. Um, and so he's known as kind of this big war leader. But truthfully, who Gideon was is he was just a, a scared little man. Uh, we know him. We, we see him first like gnashing wheat in a wine press, which is kind of weird. Essentially, he was doing that to hide um, from the army of that day, doing this to hide from the Midianites, which is who they were at war with. And, and we see him first, I mean, honestly, a little bit cowardly. Um, Yet this is going to be the same man that God is going to use to lead 300 soldiers against a huge Midianite army. Um, And I kind of relate with Gideon in just the sense that he didn't always have the most faith. Mm -hmm. In, In fact, Gideon multiple times sort of challenges God where he's like, God, I'm going to lay out this fur rug and I want just the top to be wet. Right. And if so, I know you're actually calling me to do this. And then he's like, (laughs) didn't believe in the first time. So he's like, now I want just the bottom to be wet, you know, and, and, but, but God doesn't God obliges. So Gideon is someone who, though he was kind of a hero of the faith and a big army commander, Mm -hmm. he struggled with doubt. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but God was faithful and God sent him through it. And, and so the story we have with Gideon and the 300 is that he had 30,000 soldiers and God said, that's too many. And so he has to get rid of some and he has to get rid of more and he has to get rid of more until he only has 300 against, you know, Mm 300,000. Um, and he actually goes, they go to war and they, they ring trumpets and they break lanterns and, you know, you can tell I'm saying all this from memory I'm pretty sure this is how it went um, it but is. but when they did that the Midianite soldiers turned on each other and they the the soldier Gideon soldiers never had to lift a sword mm-hmm. um, but God was faithful to get him through it um, so I just Gideon is is fascinating and it's around judges six if you want to read all of it for yourself anyway I, I love Gideon um, but yeah he's one of the the um, one of the big names in the Bible as a war leader, but he struggled with, uh, with doubt and insecurity. Like I think a lot of us do. So yeah, I think Gideon is someone we can really look up to and learn a lot from. Yes. Okay. So now we're going to make a huge leap to the new Testament. Um, so we're going to jump in the new Testament and one of the first people we see in the new Testament and a name we know, but may not completely know that much about is John the Baptist. So. Teresa, do you want to tell us a little bit about John the Baptist?
1: Yes, John the Baptist, not to be confused with the disciple John. This mm-hmm. is a different guy. Yep. Uh, John the Baptist, um, he was the child of Elizabeth. And if you remember when Mary came in to tell Elizabeth that she was pregnant with Jesus, uh, John the Baptist was in Elizabeth's womb. He leapt in her womb.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and he, he was born to prepare the way for Jesus, to let people know that the Messiah was coming. He was the one that actually baptized Jesus. Yep. Right. Important guy. Yeah, very important.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm bad about just reading and not pay, like mm-hmm. not super paying attention to like the names of people mm-hmm. and then I realized like that's the important that's part. Yeah. You know, like that's the <laughs> It's not just about the story but right. it's about like how they're connected to each other. right
0: well that's what I find that's what I find fascinating is when you study like the lineage like the lineage seems so so boring. And if you've yeah, read Matthew okay. you've probably skipped it a hundred times mm-hmm. but it is it's super important when you realize, oh wow, it's all connected like all of these guys, these heroes of the faith, they lead to the Messiah yeah that they all lead up to Jesus. Um, and that's powerful. I, to be honest, I don't even know. Looking at this, if Gideon is in the lineage, I assume. Of Jesus. Yeah, I don't know if he is. I don't think he is. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he is either. But I mean, still, it, it all is stories leading like Israel to the coming King. You yeah, know.
2: but I mean, when you when you think of the, that though, like when you, it's it's like you're reading like if you don't pay attention to who they are and you're just reading them as stories, they're mm-hmm. not as interesting sometimes. Like to see. I don't know how to explain it. It's like it's like if you were watching it. It's like if you were watching a TV show mm-hmm. and the character, like it's just one off TV shows, you know. Right. Whereas, like if you have characters who play into each episode, they're more interesting and more right. like you you get a feel for who God chose and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Right. right. Stuff when you know who they are. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I think no, it took me a
2: long time to like pay attention mm-hmm. to that, <laughs> or to think that that was important too. You know. Right. Right.
0: Well, that's. One of the things I, I've, I've heard, like there's different ways you can read the Bible. So you can get down into what like a Bible study, what I'll call studies where you study maybe a passage or maybe one verse or two verse. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of like looking at the Bible with a magnifying glass. But at the same time, there's another way you can read the Bible um, from like a thousand foot view where you're really like overviewing the Bible and maybe you're reading through it quickly or you're just reading like overviews, but to when you can link the Bible together and see right. how it is so interwoven. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, that's sort of the power of the Bible is that you have in the, in the last episode where we talked about the overview of the Bible, but you have the Bible at 66 individual books written by, you know, 40 different authors over 1500 years. And so even old Testament, it's spanning a huge gap of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they all, they're interwoven together. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, it's a story that is crafted by 40 different people, but it connects perfectly to form one consistent, perfectly told story. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. It's amazing.
0: Obviously there had to be one intellectual author of it all. Yes. Right. And I think the Bible itself, like the writings, uh, are one of the greatest proofs of that there is a God. Yeah. That kind of wove it all together through all these different sources. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it, That's not true with any other book in, in the world. No. You can read a history book where they take multiple writings, form them together to make a educational history book, and they're not all consistent with each other. Right. Right, right. whereas the Bible is consistent to tell the same story. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we know John the Baptist is the the forerunner of Jesus, right? Right. He came before Jesus. Um, so then we have... Jesus. I, I don't feel like we have to cover who Jesus <laughs> right. is. I think we know <laughs>
1: the savior of the world. The savior of the world.
0: Yeah. Okay. So Jesus is the Messiah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh so he's the one that we just talked all about the old testament and israel and all of israel's is talking about a coming messiah. Mm-hmm. Jesus is that messiah, mm-hmm. right? That's what separates us from uh a uh, like a Jewish person. Is Jewish people do not believe Jesus is the messiah. They're still waiting in the messiah. Right. We as Christians believe and know that Jesus is that messiah. Absolutely. Okay. So now we now we're there. We're going to talk about a next big figure which is Paul. So we've heard the name, but Jessica, do you want to tell us who Paul is?
2: yeah um Paul was a Jewish leader, I guess, um mm-hmm. before he had an encounter with Jesus right. um he was very zealous about killing Christians and killing people who um was followers of jesus. um and then he had an encounter with Jesus and completely changed one hundred and eighty degrees and yeah. now he and he's attributed to writing the majority of the Old Test or the New Testament.
1: Mm-hmm. He wasn't one of the 12 disciples. Right. right. But he was an apostle was just, an like, apostle. We yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: just like we are. Yeah. Just we are apostles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, actually, I, I heard it said that, uh, and there's there's a theologian that has said this, but that they say Paul is the most influential person in history. Like mm-hmm. even his, ri- his writings are some of the most influential writings because, I mean, they mm-hmm. really most of our theology actually comes from the book of Romans, right? I mean, that's why it's such a big book. Mm -hmm. But most of our theology comes from the writings of Paul, so he's incredibly influential, influential, which is... And
2: I should say that he encountered the resurrected Jesus mm -hmm. or the ascended Jesus. Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like he wasn't physically here in bodily form when he encountered him. Right. And for somebody to have had such a dramatic change in Mm -hmm. who they were, Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the reasons why everybody, like he's so, he's so famous in Mm that because I mean, he really was, he changed completely. Mm
0: -hmm. He did when you can actually find, like there's writings about Saul of Tarsus, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is who he was before Christianity. He was Saul of of Tarsus and that's just where he is from. And I mean, he, he trained under, um, uh, Gamaeus, yes. But just to give you an idea of how big of a leader that Paul was, Paul was actually a disciple, which is in this day, a disciple is, it's not like a teacher student relationship. Like we think of today, a disciple is someone who actually would follow a rabbi and live with a rabbi, do everything a rabbi does. And his teacher was named, uh, and Gamaya was actually a direct student of Hillel, which, okay. In Jesus' time, there were two huge parties. So we have the parties of Shammai and Hillel. And I mean, that's, that is essentially the republicans and the the republicans and the democrats of our day that's how yeah. in jewish teaching how they were they were you fell under two sects in judaism you were either of the party of hillel or the party of shammai, shammai. and so paul was actually a disciple of the disciple of Sh- of hillel which is huge i mean these were jewish leaders of jewish leaders Mm-hmm. Um so that's where Paul was and so we can actually still find writings of Saul of Tarsus which is who Paul was before becoming a Jesus right. mm-hmm. is he was named Saul and so there are documentations talking about Saul, Saul of Tarsus as a you know the disciple of uh gamma <laughs> we, we struggle with this name before saying it but
2: and we're not sure if that's even yeah right, we're not but. sure if that's
0: the correct correct pronunciation but that's where we are right now <laughs> but yeah so paul was huge in judaism and then for him to convert to christianity mm-hmm. is is Major. massive yeah i mean because i mean he made huge moves in christianity Mm -hmm. And that's one of, I mean, that's one of the most unexplainable events in scripture is without a God, without Jesus, the ascended, resurrected Jesus. Mm -hmm. How do you explain Saul, this huge leader in Judaism, becoming a Christian and being one of the loudest speakers, the most powerful evangelists in Christianity? Right. Like there is no explanation other than an all powerful God who revealed himself to Saul. I mean, because
2: he had everything to lose. He did. Everything. Everything. I mean, yeah. yeah. And
0: he lost it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He I actually mean, lost it all.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so mine. I have John, another John, but not John the Baptist. John, uh, son of Zebedee. Now, John is one of the brothers. Uh, he had a brother named James. They were the sons of Zebedee, is how we see them referred to in the the Gospels. Um and they were also known as the Sons of Thunder, which is just a fun name. <laughs> that's just I, I wish I was known as the Son of Thunder. Um but I'm not. But they were they were brothers and they both came along and they followed Jesus and, and they, I think were they were disciples. They
2: were referred to as that because they were like the ones who would be willing to like fight and stuff like that. I think they were yeah, like yeah, that's like a, wrestlers. Yeah. yeah they that like right. were right. name. Yeah, They were not afraid of a of a <laughs> brawl. Yeah, that's that seems right. Really? Yeah. Okay.
0: okay. But, okay, so yeah, we have the Sons of Thunder. (laughs) Um, Now, John wrote uh, the Gospel of John. He also wrote 1st, 2nd, 3rd John and Revelation. Mm -hmm. Um, So, pretty pretty big deal, pretty big guy in Christianity.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He was the one that got boiled in oil for his yes. faith.
0: Yes, he got boiled in oil. We talked about him last week when we talked about the book of Revelation, if you haven't checked that out. Right. Um, be sure to listen to that after this podcast. So kind of on the same vein as John, as being you know a disciple, really important, we have Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, so Teresa, you want to tell us a little bit about Peter?
1: Yeah, Peter, uh, he was a fisherman and he was called to be one of the 12 disciples uh, he was the one who, as predicted, denied Jesus three times. You know, we had the rooster crow and all that good stuff. Um, yet he was the rock that Jesus built his church on. Yeah. Uh, and he was also, he was the guy that showed the world that non-Jews could be Christians because mm-hmm. he was the one that had that vision of the unclean things coming down in the sheet from yeah. heaven. And um, and God told him that we're no longer to call unclean things unclean, that mm-hmm. God had made them clean. Yeah. And uh, so that was... The beginning of gentiles and and non-jews being able to become christians right big deal
0: yeah big deal big deal in the church um he's also the only other human to ever walk on water that very, he was yeah, for a very short period for of time minute. but still <laughs> yeah less
1: no, than a minute probably yeah that's
2: pretty it's pretty impressive <laughs> still. it is, it is, <laughs> it still is. Pretty impressive. yeah
0: okay now uh some of the misconceptions, we have two more we're going to talk about because I feel like there's a little bit of misconceptions on them it is going to be Luke and Mark. And we know them probably from writers of the Gospels, mm-hmm. but they were not disciples like dun, you uh, dun, dun. <laughs> like you might imagine. So Jessica, you want to tell us a little bit about who Luke was?
2: Yeah. It's believed that Luke was um, a Greek physician who lived in Antioch, Turkey. Oh. Yeah. Um, he wrote the Acts of the Apostles, and he also wrote the Gospel of Luke.
0: So another cool thing about Luke is last week we talked about Hebrews um, and mm-hmm. kind of the controversy there with Hebrews and who wrote <laughs> Hebrews. Mm-hmm. Some people believe that Luke wrote Hebrews. Just, I, actually, we just found, uh, Jessica just found this on her site uh, you want to read it? Go and read it for us.
2: It says they attribute him to writing the gospel of Luke, the acts of the apostles, which means Luke contributed to over a quarter of the text of the New Testament, more than any other author. All right. So he wrote the majority. Okay. So
0: him. he is, he has already written the the majority, right? Yeah. So the or more well, than any other quarter. author. Yeah. yeah. More content. Yes. Yeah. He's written more content, but Paul still has more books. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So it's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, we learned something new just in us doing the podcast. (laughs) Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll talk about Mark. Now, Mark is interesting because he's also not a disciple. So we think of disciples as the the first 12, you know, Mm -hmm. um, we just did a, we did a series a year or so ago on the disciples. And when we asked the students, to name the disciples, they said Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Uh
1: (laughs) That's what they did when I was a youth leader too.
0: (laughs) And that's the first ones you go to. And I I think if you asked me prior to that series, um, I probably would have said the same thing. But actually, and they look
2: at us really confused when we're like, "No, you're only (laughs) (laughs) half right. You're half right of that." Um,
0: Matthew and John were, yeah, Yeah. but but Mark and Luke were not, (laughs) um, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, So we know Mark. Most believe that Mark, he's known as Mark the Evangelist, is actually the same Mark um, known as John Mark in the in the Book of Acts, where Paul actually sends away John Mark and says he's not (laughs) suited to. Um, work with him and he actually mm-hmm. goes and becomes a disciple of peter mm-hmm. um, and that's why most believe that the book of mark was actually written
2: wait which is funny because like peter and paul don't technically yeah. always get along um so like yeah. he was like nope you've got to go somewhere yeah. else and then he's like okay i'll go to peter right <laughs> there you <Yeah>. go <laughs> so he That'll goes to peter this would be a better fit yeah. for me. <laughs> Well, some personalities just yeah, clash. Yeah, right. So, and Paul knew that yeah. he was like yeah. we're not going to get along, bud. Right. you're going to have to go somewhere.
0: Well, I, but actually I think John John Mark and Paul end up working together later later, yeah. later, later on. on. Yeah. yeah. At that point, he was not up to Paul's standards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, John Mark, he uh, he was a disciple of Peter, which is why most people believe the book of Mark was really written by Peter and Mark wrote it down. Or at the very least it is Peter's story Yeah, because he was, he was Peter's disciple. Peter would have told him all about the life of Jesus Mm -hmm. and is Mark writing it down because Mark wasn't there. He came along after, Um, but he was a disciple of uh, Peter. Cool. So he learned under Peter, which uh, yeah, John Mark, he's known as John or Mark, the evangelist. um, And he has a whole long kind of interesting story. What's interesting,
2: also Luke is also known as Luke the, the Evangelist. The Evangelist. okay. Mm-hmm, too, so. Very cool. They're similar.
0: Yeah, which um, the, the gospel mark is both the shortest gospel and it's the earliest written, so it's written the closest to the date, so thought to be the most accurate, because oh, okay. it was written, that's how history is kind of deemed. If something's written 10 years after something, it's going to be more accurate than something written 200 years after it. Right, mm-hmm. right. right. So um, that, that's kind of the general consensus. Okay, but okay. So that is, our who was who? Who are these? People? And we hope that it was it was who interesting. Was. <laughs> who were who I was. It was interesting? I thought <laughs> I it was interesting. Was we, interesting. Learned, we learned we stuff yeah. just in doing the podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: it's always interesting to find out who some of these people were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and right. What their stories were.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. We hope that you enjoyed this podcast. We hope that you learned something. Maybe know a little bit more about some of these people we talked about. And we will see you next Monday.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.